Hello, beautiful soul. Here's a recent clip that I did from a live event in London. Enjoy. So many people come to me and really painful things have happened to them. And one of the first things they say is, how do I forgive? I really want to forgive. I really want to forgive. I really want to forgive. So, and, and, I, and I know we're really heavily templated to do this. You know, uh, religions tell us we should forgive. Everybody says we should forgive, blah, 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 blah. But forgiveness is something that happens naturally. You don't need to do anything, Okay. Sometimes what happens when we are healing from any kind of past experience is that, and this is a clever little mechanism from the ego, the ego will focus on forgiving as a means of bypassing healing. I'm going to say it again. The ego sometimes focuses on forgiveness as a way of bypassing healing. Because what's the ego say? Oh, if I forgive that person, I don't have to think about this anymore. If I forgive that person, you're just moving on, moving on, moving on. And so it's this energy of I forgive because if I forgive, I'm just going to move on and I won't have to deal with the pain. I won't have to walk through it. So the ego sometimes uses forgiveness as a way to jump over the pain. Oh, that's not going to work. It will not work. So what I tell people is, and this may seem a bit controversial, but what I tell people is forget about forgiveness. Just leave it alone. Your initial focus, you shouldn't even focus on forgiveness because forgiveness is a natural byproduct of healing. I'll say it again. Forgiveness is a natural byproduct of healing. If I heal, I naturally forgive. I don't have to focus on it. I don't have to effort to forgive. If I'm having difficulty forgiving, I'm not healed. If I'm focusing too much on the forgiveness, I'm not healed. I'm just doing every little sneaky ploy to get away from the pain. Okay? Now, when I put my hand on your stomach and I said, is your inner child going to accept this healing? I was doing that on purpose because your inner child is resistant to accepting healing, okay? And the reason that the inner child sometimes is resistant to accepting healing is because that beautiful inner child, when an inner child is betrayed, or a child, a child, it doesn't have to be an inner child, I could just say a child, children are beautiful, loving, trusting creatures until they're betrayed, and then it's very difficult to get a child's trust back. Okay? It's difficult. It is difficult. Because they're so open that then as soon as that betrayal occurs, they shut down. They really, really shut down. And, and a lot of times it's difficult to go get them. So I've done a lot of inner child work with people where we'd have to do like five or ten regressions. And by the fifth regression, they're like, my inner child wants nothing to do with me. She won't talk to me. And this happened to me. The first, the first meditation I did for the inner child, I went into a forest and she just kept running away from me. <laughs> And I'm like, hey, <laughs> and, and she'd keep running away and she'd keep running away. And then I noticed something really interesting. 
And, and we don't need to go into the details of what happened to you, but I'm going to give you an archetypal understanding of how this works, and this occurs with everyone. More often than not, we will perpetrate on the inside what has happened to us on the outside. We will perpetuate that outer energy inside. So I'll give you an example. Um, let's say that you had a really traumatic experience with your mother and you have a mother womb. You have the mother wound and, you know, whatever, mom was emotionally neglectful, whatever it was, and so you have that issue to resolve with that person. As you grow up, you get so focused on, mom did this to me, my mom did this to me, my mom did this to me, and I have to resolve it with her, my mom did this to me, and my mom did this to me. And what you may often forget is that you have taken on the energy of the inner mother and your feminine energy is taking on that same energy. So you having the blowout with mom and trying to fix things on the outside is not going to help because your inner mother is doing the same thing your outer mother did. Why is this pertinent? Because the inner child feels the inner energies, not just the outer ones. So when I was going to my inner child saying, you can trust me, come, come play with me, and she kept running away from me, what I wasn't picking up was that she was running away from me because I was perpetuating old patterns, the initial patterns that she felt unsafe with. So if I kept perpetuating that inside of me, I will not access my inner child. You have to become the opposite of what happened to you in order for that child to trust you. So when I, when I read into your energy, the inner child is very, very active. The adult power goddess mother you, the power feminine, is not there. It's weak. And so your inner child is looking up at your adult self and she's going, no way in hell I'm trusting you. I don't trust you. You are not strong. You're not holding your ground. You are not protecting me. You're not being an adult. There's no adult in this house. There is no adult in this house. So I'm not leaving. I'm not healing. I'm not moving. So for you, the big lesson is your inner child is just fine. This happens to a lot of us. Your inner child is just fine. Just fine in the sense that she's there waiting. That's what I mean by just fine. She's there waiting. She's waiting to feel safe, to feel heard, to feel protected. She's only going to be able to do that with the adult you in the house. So you have to provide what you weren't given. So when you were talking about, you know, a couple of, a couple of, uh, of situations happened where I, I had these losses. And it's easy to focus on the outer losses, right? But then we go deeper and we say, okay, I'm going to work through that trauma because that was painful. Those losses were painful. But I also want to go within me and I'm going to look in the mirror and I'm going to say to myself, in which instance have I ever betrayed and abandoned myself? I need to see that. Please show me. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to just for a little moment, I'm going to put aside the outer things that happened to me. I'm going to get to them. I'm not bypassing. We don't bypass in healing. I'm going to, but I'm going to put the outer situations, those relationship losses, I'm going to put them to the side for just a little bit. And I'm going to 
look in the archetypal mirror of those situations. So what did those situations trigger in me? Loss, betrayal, abandonment. Okay. Where do I abandon myself? So in this situation, if I'm reading your energy and the adult you is nowhere to be found, you have abandoned yourself, have you not? Okay. And so now it's not, this isn't a judgment. This isn't a criticism. This is just a reading of energy because you can just go like this. And you, as soon as you, and we're going to do it right now. Are you guys ready? You want to help her? Okay. So you're going to close your eyes and you are going to project your beautiful, loving energy to your sister that's sitting here. Close your eyes, everybody. Learn how to use your third eye. Learn how to use your heart center. Close your eyes. The eyes take in 80% of all, vis of all stimuli in the body, so sometimes we need to cut them off to have access to our, our, our other senses. You know where she's sitting. Send your energy to her. And we're not sending a blasting energy. We're sending a loving energy because her child is scared. She hasn't felt supported. So we're going to, to throw at her a loving, motherly, adult energy. Like that crone energy that we were talking about. Okay? Now, keep your eyes closed. Okay? Now, what we're going to do is we're just going to leave the child to the side for just a tiny bit because we want to reinforce the energy around the child. We want to create a safe home for the child. And the safe home for your inner child is where? Your body. It's you. That's the home. Okay? So we want to create a safe environment for the inner child. The best way I'm going to create a safe environment for my inner child is I will make my inner masculine and feminine energy stand. Specifically, we want to focus on feminine energy. That's the, that's the energy that needs to stand. Okay? So we're going to focus here on your, on your third chakra, on your solar plexus. Good. You can put your hand there if you want to. Sure. And you're just going to say to your inner feminine, it's my time to stand. Go ahead. You could repeat it to me. It's my time to stand. Does that sound like a powerful inner feminine? Say it again, powerful. Come on, come on. You can do it more than that. Go ahead. Good. Okay. Now, you're saying it. You're not totally convinced inwardly. I can feel it in your energy, but you can practice this more and more. Okay. So, so say it with me. It's time. It's my time to stand. Okay. Good, now breathe energy in here. And you guys are sending energy to her. You're just, you're just bathing her. You're just amplifying the energy. I create safety for my inner child. Go ahead, repeat that. Say it louder. Okay, yep. I'm not afraid to speak my truth. You have issues with speaking your truth. That's part of the reason why that feminine energy is weak. Say it. I speak my truth. Oh, see, oh, you see that? You guys heard her? Say it again. Good. Can a child trust an adult that doesn't even know how to communicate? Of course not. Say it again. I speak my truth. I stand in my truth. 
I stand in my truth. Good. So if your inner child feels unsafe, who's going to create that safety? I didn't hear that. Ah. If my child is unsafe, who's going to create that container of safety? Good. If my beautiful, beautiful inner child ever wants to take over my energy system, will I allow? I didn't hear that. Ah. My beautiful, beautiful inner child is a wonderful, beautiful energy, but she's supposed to sit in the back seat of the car in her child seat looking out the window playing. I drive the car. I drive the car. Okay. Take a nice deep breath. Can you feel that? The, and when the inner child, when the inner, when you say to the inner child, "Honey, you need to sit in the back seat in your safety, your child's safety seat, and you get to play your little video games, and you can look out the window, and you can play with your imaginary friends, and and I'm the one that's driving the car. I will never again give you the responsibility of living the adult role when it was never yours to begin with." You can open your eyes because you might want, want mine to write, write this one down. I will never give my inner child the responsibility for making decisions and being the adult self because that's, she was never meant to do that. My inner child is meant to play. My inner child is the part of me that giggles, that has fun, that, that, that is just in wonder and in awe of everything. My inner child is not the one that's deciding what step to take next in my life. She's not the one that's deciding how to put a roof over my head or what my mission is supposed to be or none of that. Okay? So that inner child, it's not so much that she's wounded. A lot of times we look at the inner child as being wounded, and, and sure, that's one way of saying it, but a lot of times the key to inner child healing is providing a safe place for that healing to occur naturally. And the, the, one of the biggest errors that we, that we can do when we're on this healing journey, and, and we, it's not an error, we all do this, it's, it, we develop in phases, but initially what we do is we try to control outer circumstances. So if I'm heartbroken or if I'm abandoned by someone, the ego goes, I will never again have a relationship and that solves that problem because then I will never be abandoned again. So the ego tries to, tries to control outer circumstances. Meanwhile, when this is happening, the inner child is in there going, yeah, that's fine. You can try and control outer circumstances, but you're still a hot mess inside. I still don't feel safe. You see that? Your inner child can detect when your adult energy is not strong and she will not trust, no matter how many mantras or affirmations or whatever the heck you say. And so a lot of the healing of the inner child has to do with you making a conscious conscious intention to shift into your powerful adult self. And sometimes this takes a while. I feel like you're ready though. You did, you did just get blasted <laughs> with some energy. 